Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the FPL Fortress. I'm Jacob. And I'm Jayang. I think it's pretty safe to say that all of the managers who had been missing the Prem over these last couple of weeks were not disappointed in Game Week 22. Absolutely. I mean, we've just witnessed one of the best Prem weekends in recent history. I mean, a Champions League final rematch was even close to the best game of the weekend. Yeah, and the good news is that Game Week 23 is set to be yet another cracker and many uh, and may even give some suffering managers some respite. So let's get right into it. The The Game Week 22 review, let's let's begin with Man City 1, Chelsea 0. Um, it, we kind of just got dominated. It was like a routine, it was like another routine victory for City. They're, they're just a juggernaut. Yeah, I mean... It wasn't. It didn't have the end product of the seven 0 win against Leeds or the some of the other ones against you know Newcastle or the the likes. But it, it's tough to say that Chelsea were really much better. I mean, the the way they played was just not. It, it was not reminiscent of a Champions League winner. No, we were very very lackluster, um, and. Our attackers are just simply atrocious. Um, Callum Mazzanodoy doesn't know how to how to make decisions when he's on the ball. Um, he doesn't know how to cross the ball. Lukaku is throwing his hands up in the air in frustration every twenty seconds. Um, Ziyech just can't seem to get himself into the rhythm. Still, even after like a year and a half in the league. Uh, Werner can't dribble. He just knocks the ball forward and, and prays and runs after it. Um, Havertz just doesn't, kind of similar to ZS, just hasn't seemed to, to really adapt to the league that well. And Mason Mount just sometimes disappears in the middle of games, and it's it's looking a little bit grim. Because, I mean, Lukaku was meant to be the solution. That was, he, Lukaku was meant to be the the last, the last piece of the, of the puzzle for Chelsea to be able to compete with City finally. Yeah, I mean, you can you can blame all the players you want, but Lukaku has to be at the center of it. I like, think so too. I mean, he he got chances this game, like the one early in the second half springs to mind. That you know, it's it's not easy to score, we should say, but it it was it was certainly scorable. I mean, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm going to find the uh, understat grade. And I believe that they gave it at around 0.45. So, you know, when, when you're a 97 million man, you have to be scoring that. Yeah. Part of me thinks if he was at Inter, he'd be scoring that. I mean, the way the way he talks in that interview seems like, oh my goodness. Seems like who would. What an idiot. Um, yeah. De Bruyne producing a piece of magic. Um as is the norm with him, really. I mean, I, I think he's obviously just an incredible player, but he really comes alive against Chelsea. Maybe it's just that yeah. extra. No, it's 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 really annoying. Out for it's, revenge, but yeah, yeah, really, really quite annoying. Um, I also say that um, City's success was was made possible in part by Foden's constant, constant pressing of of the Chelsea defense when they when they had possession. He was just all over the place harassing 
uh, Mandy and, and our center backs. So props to him. Yeah, I mean, even when he doesn't really get on the score sheet, you can you can still feel the tangible impact that he has in the game. Yeah, yeah, he's always on the verge. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's move on to Aston Villa two two Man United. Uh, sure. It seemed like United had a we're about to have a vintage United performance. What with Bruno Fernandez popping yeah. for two very Bruno Fernandez goals. Oh yeah, but Phil <laughs> Coutinho had something to say, didn't he? Yeah. Philip Coutinho and Jacob Ramsey, they 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 would not let United come away with a with a clean sheet, unfortunately for the Hay owners uh, like me. But you know, Bruno Fernandez's goals or not, but just Bruno Fernandez. Um, he had not returned in a very long time before this week. Uh, let me just check one, two, three, four. He had five blanks in a row. He blanked against the likes of Crystal Palace, Norwich, Newcastle. Um, he didn't even play against Burnley. So, you know, going jumping onto him was was a massive, massive risk. Um, and I honestly, like, I, I had never really considered him just because he hadn't shown nothing. But I, I feel like it was a bit of a lucky outcome. I mean, was it luck or was it not having to contend with Ronaldo? Ooh. Ooh, because I mean, we've seen what Bruno can do this season. I mean, game week one, he yeah. scored a hat trick. Let's not let's not forget yeah. that. Yeah. And then Ronaldo came and Bruno never looked the same. That's true. That's true. Um, we we will talk about it later in our dilemma deliberations, but it's it's very interesting actually. Yeah. The way. And I think we should be giving a bit more credit to to Villa than we are. Like, oh, sure. I think in games like this, the the focus is always on how United messed up, but Villa yeah, really yeah. were excellent. Yes. I mean, I think the maybe the first half they weren't incredible, but they really, really, really woke up. Uh, didn't go down without a fight, and you know, yeah, I think Coutinho and Dina they offer a lot of hope, don't they? Yeah, I, I think also Gerard has to be quite a, a refreshing presence in the dressing room, and he's also a, a known winner. So he's probably instilled that, uh, you know, never give up mentality. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, we have Liverpool 3, Brentford 0. Um, I actually think the scoreline kind of flatters Liverpool a little bit. I mean, uh, was it was it Brentford and Thomas Frank that said, like, we, we thought we were better? Or uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, I mean, they, they were not that bad. Like uh, no, I, I think they they made some mistakes that were very Brentford esque, like the the passing or playing out of the back. I should say was just awful to watch. No, that that, that was not good. Yeah. That was not good. Um, no, but like watching, I actually captain Trent this week, um, which which turned out to be a success. But like watching Liverpool, I wouldn't have been surprised if Brentford held them to a draw, to a nil nil draw, just because. Like they, they. I mean, obviously, that this is the first um, prem game in which they don't have Salah and Mane, and it, it was all looking just a bit static. I mean, they they do have talent that team, Jota, Trent. They spring to mind, but I mean, they are notably missing something without Salah and Mane. And I think the the goals they scored were reflective of the the way they had to adapt there style of play. I should yeah, say. Yeah, they they. I mean, they they weren't individual moments of brilliance. Um, like is 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 the norm with Salah and Mane. Um, more so is just capitalizing on Brentford's flaws. 
yeah but i guess that's you, you get what you, you take what they give you i guess you know oh absolutely yeah. absolutely uh, but okay. moving on to another moment of uh, individual brilliance uh, yes jack harrison the hat trick oh, yes i mean who knew he had that in uh, i mean i i it's it's kind of strange he was a really really good player um an asset last year i believe i mean he got eight goals and and 10 assists and 160 points that that was something like the fifth best midfielder in the game literally um and 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 this year he just kind of never woke up he i mean he hadn't scored a goal um until game week 2021 which is crazy yeah i mean he he was excellent last year we should say but you know I think in the Bielsa ball, things changed so quickly. Like, really, all of Leeds looked good last year. Like yeah. Dallas, Rafinha, Bamford. And Rafinha is still pretty good. But the other ones have really fallen off. But I, I maybe it offers a bit of a bit of hope for for this Leeds team if they have someone other than Rafinha who can step, who can step up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, Bamford has been missing for the large majority do of we, the season. Do we have an apparently... injury update on Bamford? Yeah, so apparently he recovered from his old issue, which I, I'm not sure what it was, but apparently he recovered, and now he he got a, a, a new issue with, with with the back of his foot or something. I mean, the old issue oh. was when he was celebrating a last-minute goal in the first game back from a different issue, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he pinged his hamstring, actually, <laughs> which is just so unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. But he, he should be back soon, I guess? I, I actually don't know about that at all. He yeah, I mean, re- like very, this could be another weird situation, honestly. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Except, except Bielsa isn't fraudulent, you know. Mm. Okay, okay. He's a, he's an honest man with nice hair. Go yeah. On. Well, do you remember? Was it wasn't it like when Calvin Phillips um went down with some injury last year, mm-hmm. and he just came out and said in the in the presser, Pascal Stork is the the next man up, something like that. Oh, so so, I mean, so the, refreshing. Yeah, the the opposite of fraudulence. Absolutely. All right, and and then finally, the craziest game of this game week by far, Leicester two, Spurs one. Oh, did I say one? Spurs three. How did Bergwijn do that? How did Leicester perform? Leicester pulled the Spurs. Leicester did Spurs better than Spurs could. Yeah, I mean, you you can also say Spurs pulled the Spurs because it was eerily similar to the, the Lucas Morgel versus Ajax all those mm. years ago in the Champions League semifinal. True, but. I don't know. I, I think Leicester, they're just a broken team right now, honestly. Hmm. I mean, is there is there hope anywhere in that squad? There is hope. There is hope. James Madison is a is a proper proper footballer. James Justin's back. Legend. Okay. Absolute okay. legend. Okay. Um yeah. Maybe maybe there isn't much hope and and brendan rogers is kind of making a name for himself as a serial bottle job but you know they'll be just fine and and they can they can still attack They're yeah attacking. that's true that's true yeah i mean would would anybody object if lester were just relegated because of that like they they deserve it don't they for what for just oh, 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 not oh. being good at, at the game of uh the game of football <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a bit harsh against football. I don't know. That, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, how how do you deserve to play in the in the greatest league in the world when you do something like that? <laughs> it was just so strange. Like, how do you let that happen? Exactly. I mean, it's it's unacceptable, really. No, it, yeah. But um, you know, credit to Spurs, Kane and Bergwijn. 
the 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 second Bergwijn goal, the the Kane pass that released Bergwijn was was vintage twenty uh, twenty twenty one Kane. It was perfectly weighted ball. Yeah, if if you squint a little, you can just you can almost see Sun getting on the on the end of that instead of Bergwijn. <laughs> you know? That's right. That's right. Okay, let's move on to our dilemma deliberations. Um, I, I think one of the key questions this week is surrounding City players. So, obviously, Manchester City, is, is it 12 wins in a row? 12 or 13? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just on a roll. Um, and they play Southampton and then Brentford and then Norwich. And, in fact, it doesn't really matter who they play because they'll just steamroll through anyone. Um, so, so the question is, what three players do we triple up on? Um, well, so many options aren't there. I mean, just the nature of city squad makes it a bit difficult to, to know who to get in your team. But I, I think obviously well, Cancelo has to be one. Uh, let's, let's just say what two other players besides okay. Cancelo. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I think you need to get a second defender just because really? of how, how good they've been. I think Laporte's probably a good option here. Yeah. He seems like he's pretty much entrenched in that team. Yeah, I think he's about five point five right now. Five point six, so, yeah. Very agreeable, I think. Very, very. If if you have uh, uh, someone like Rudiger, I I think that's an easy switch. Oh, it's a nice switch, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll also say that you know, if you were to get a city defender, it'd be Laporte over Diaz any day of the week. I mean, are you saying that based on FPL or just Laporte's a better player? Oh no, 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 FPL. Okay, okay, yeah, I agree. I, look, okay, mate. Look, mm. Let's let's not get into real life, but you know, I I really really rate Laporte as a defender. No, he's he's quality. He's quality. I mean, yeah. remember when 2018-19 when Laporte had the meniscus injury, and that was just City season done and dusted. Really? No, 1920, 1920. But oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I oh mean, yeah. It's it's insane to think that so recently he was the bedrock. Of that of that defense, and now Diaz has just, just replaced him. Really, not really. I mean, well, replaced him as the as the keystone. Oh, yeah. You know? No, I, I mean, as a striker, you don't want to be facing up against against Diaz and Laporte. It's yeah. it's just. I mean, not happen for you. There, there are no weaknesses to probe. Simple as that. Yeah. No. Honestly. Honestly. Um. And obviously, I mean, Diaz had his rest, so I think it's safe to to assume that he's gonna play. You know maybe missed one or two more games until the end of the season. Um, or I'd argue Laporte is, you know, very similar. I don't, I don't think minutes are going to be an issue, uh, especially because John Stone seems to have fallen out of favor again. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, when they start playing Champions League games, I think Diaz and Laporte mm, will probably be the preferred option for those. So maybe Stones gets a couple of games, but that's, that's pretty far down the road. I think Laporte's yeah. a safe pick for now. Yeah. And also he has significant goal threat offset pieces. That's true. That's true. I think he's oh. in double-digit figures for City over his career. For, uh, what would you say? I think Laporte has double-digit goals for City. Across what, like three years? Or his City career, but yeah. yeah. Like oh, he, okay. He's an established goal threat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say something. I don't remember. Anyway, right. um, so, you know, um, then there's, there's De Bruyne. There's De Bruyne, and I, I think... He is a, is a fantastic captaincy candidate, and he can be a, a placeholder for, for Salah when he gets back from AFCON. And, 
you are saying we need to get Salah immediately. Like the game week, he's back and, and, and available for selection. We need to get him back. I actually don't think so. I mean, I think he's by far the best player in this game. Sure. I mean, he has 177 points. That's a bit nuts, yes. By playing, I think, what, 18 games? Like, that's that's 10 points a game. <laughs> like, you can't you can't say no to that. Yeah, but, no, I, I, okay. I feel like he's kind of like dropped off in comparison to his early season form. I don't know, but he, he he's still he's still the number one man. Yeah, no, he is. Like, well, I I will say this: if you get to Bruyne in, yeah. like the City have a nice run of fixtures. Let me let me just so twenty three is Southampton, twenty four is Brentford, twenty five is Norwich. Like, just I I think you might want to consider keeping De Bruyne for those three. Yeah, no, my point is. I think what you can do is get De Bruyne in um, and then switch De Bruyne into Salah and in going into 26 because yeah, Salah plays that's fair, that's fair. Um, That means you'll you'll be without Salah against Leicester and Burnley. So, you know, I, I can absolutely see the argument for bringing Salah back in right away. But you're going to take De Bruyne against Brentford and Norwich over Salah against Leicester and Burnley, right? Yeah, well, I, I will say this. I think if you have someone like Ronaldo in your team right now, which an embarrassing number of people do, I think Ronaldo is at 30.5% ownership. Well, some of that is dead, but like, I know, you know but still, the, but still. No, I mean, last weekend he had an EO over 100. So, yeah, I mean, you can get rid of Ronaldo and just have De Bruyne and Salah. Like, that, that is an option. That would be a seriously beefy midfield. And I mean, I think the midfield is really where the points are this year. So, yeah, it's not even that the midfield's where the points are, it's just forwards. Yeah, the, the forwards are not where the points are. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and okay, so it's it's we've we seem to settle on at least Cancel plus Laporte. Um, yes. and then there there's there's also Foden. I, I really think Foden could potentially be a like you know be a better better asset than De Bruyne just because he's cheaper and and has more goal threat than De Bruyne and and goals you know get you more points and assists. Yeah, I mean. I think the biggest issue with Foden is the minutes. Maybe it's going to be a bit better now that Mars is, or while Mars is at Afcon, excuse me. Uh, I, I'd like to interject that Algeria got eliminated today. Oh, okay. Well, Mars will be back soon. Uh, that's unfair. That's very unfortunate, actually. I was rooting for them. But um, Foden, I mean, he's, he's had the disciplinary issues. Yeah. And he's also, like, he's a fa- insanely talented. But oh, yeah. he's not really what makes the city team tick. That's like, true. He's kind of, you know, overkill in a way. <laughs> what do you if, mean? If that makes that? sense. No, what do you so, mean? So like he he will get fantasy points, but yeah. he's not gonna play every game. I feel like he like would though. Because I mean he had the disciplinary issue. Um I I I mean that's the second strike. I I'd hope he learned his lesson by now. Um and then recently he had COVID, which is why he didn't play for a week. I really do think if he's fit, he plays nine out of ten games for City. Mm, let's say seven out of ten. I mean, there are just so many good players in that team. But like, and even out- even players like Sterling are kind of coming into form. You know, Sterling is the player of the month in December, which I think is just atrocious. I mean, like, say that, what that. you want about it, but he's 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 kind of good now. Mm, mm, mm. I'm not gonna like. Yes, okay, he scored a few goals. Great, he's not good. I mean, he's good enough that he might get considered by by Pep. That, that's not that's not yeah. debatable. Oh, uh, like well, he's, he's earned playing time. 
uh, yeah, by I don't know. I don't know. He's I, earned playing time. Yeah, by being in that on the end of tappins, which okay. I guess yes, okay, that's his job to score goals, but you know, I, I, I'm just always going to have something against him, and okay. I, I'm I'm, okay. I'm happy to admit that because um, he's he's burned me, burned me in the past. Um, but on the point about overkill, it's it's kind of like Foden isn't what makes the team tick. Like you said, he's the one who reaps the rewards of the people who make City tick, like De Bruyne. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Okay, um, so final verdict, Cancelo plus Laporte plus? I mean, ideally De Bruyne, in my opinion. But yeah. if, if that doesn't work in the budget, Foden's a very viable option. Sure, sure. Um, and, and real quickly, Bernardo, get him out, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, second, second, uh, we have we have Bruno Fernandes and, and Manchester United. So... Is Bruno undergoing a rebirth under United's new 4-3-3 formation? I mean, he'll be reborn as long as Ronaldo's on the bench. Mm. I think that's I wow. think that's a simple answer. It's yeah, no, that's very very plausible. Very plausible. Um it's it's actually interesting. Like I I don't know what Rangnick was trying to do with his four triple two. Like it just made no sense. <laughs> I mean yeah, it's it's so. I mean, it, it violates every principle of modern football, really. <laughs> like, it, it's that simple. Four three three is just a better, the better option. I, I think, and especially for the the players that he has, right, right, it's a better option. Like four four triple two might might work for a team that's built to play four triple two, but United has been built by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer for the past three years to play four two three one, which is basically four three three. Yeah, um, and Bruno Fernandez. Has has proven that he operates best in a four two three one in the number ten position, and Rangnick decides to come in and stick him out wide, which just like I said makes no sense. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know he he seems to have 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 come to his senses, and and Bruno Fernandez is back in his number ten role. And is he an option again, or is that too reactionary? I'm gonna need to see evidence that a Ronaldo isn't gonna get consistent minutes, and b in those minutes, Bruno can perform. And if those two things happen, I'm probably going to get Bruno in. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I still think Ronaldo's going to get consistent minutes, honestly. Hmm, I, don't, I I think Ragnar, he has to, he's not an idiot. He has <laughs> to realize that Bruno is the, the solution, not Ronaldo. But in the dressing room, who has more power, Ronaldo or Ragnik? I'm inclined to say Ronaldo. I mean, you you may not be wrong, but you you have to think that if a team loses when one player is playing and it and wins when another player isn't playing, yeah, then that that player can't play. Like, <laughs> I mean, it sounds it sounds very straightforward from our. I, I know nothing straightforward with Ronaldo. I get that, but yeah. I th- I think. The, the signs are all pointing towards yeah yeah something else no i i absolutely agree with you but it, it's just the the ronaldo's like more than just a footballer you know yeah like dropping him comes with more problems than just dropping him well i mean if if you're winning the games there aren't going to be that many problems yeah yeah i mean yeah okay but you know i i i like what you said about those those two conditions and you know time will tell 
All right. Um, and lastly, just I'm just confused. Why in the world does Coutinho have over five hundred thousand transfers in? I mean, I, th- I think it's pretty simple. Okay. He's Coutinho. I mean, he's he's an exciting player. Sure. And people want him. People want him in their teams, and he's he looks like he's performing. Is it too early? Yes. Yes. I, I understand why why people why people want him. I don't, to be honest. He played 22 minutes. He was influential in those 22 minutes. He what? He was very influential, and he did turn the game around. He was, like, he was, he was good in those 22 minutes, but let me just say, he, he hasn't played 90 minutes since October. Or he's, played one, he's played 90 minutes once since October 2020, which is woeful. Wait, 2020? Uh, I think so. That, that can't be right. I think okay. so. Think so. I don't. I, mean, I don't. Hmm. Yeah. No, but I mean, I, if, if if he's if he gets off to a flying start, then there there is a chance. Like there there is absolutely a chance, and I think Coutinho is a, is a wonderful wonderful footballer, but I just don't think he's it's twenty two minutes. How are you gonna buy a player off of twenty two minutes? That I, makes it was, it was it was if you're gonna buy a player off twenty two minutes, that's the twenty two minutes you're looking for. Like, is it too early? Probably. But is is it a mistake? Not necessarily. Well, okay. In that's the 19, kind of the key. In the nineteen twenty season, on the first game week, Ashley Barnes scored a hat trick. Are you going to buy Ashley Barnes off of that? No. But Ashley Barnes isn't Coutinho. Like part of it is Coutinho. But we're thinking about the Coutinho. Coutinho. We're thinking about Liverpool Coutinho. And they th- these people think they've just seen Liverpool Coutinho again for seven million. <laughs> okay. Do you think that's like a rational, valid viewpoint to have? I mean, honestly. Oh, I, you're I getting you're getting sucked into it. There. You're getting sucked into it. But the like, frenzy. I'm I'm gonna consider him if he keeps performing. Oh I'll my goodness. Okay, okay. I uh, no, what I will say is that this is potentially giving me Lingard vibes from last year. Well, Lingard had a, a good few games. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Few I know, games, I know, so. I know, I know. It is it's a hunch, but I don't know. It, you know, the circumstances are actually kind of similar. Moving yeah. to to a to a prime team to get you know reinvigorate your career. Yeah, I, I don't and, like Coutinho quite as the, the mean status, but no, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, recently, I, I think he kind of has just become a bit of a joke across Europe. I mean, not in the same way. Uh, not in the same way. Sure, sure. Like Lingard, he was the joke. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it, it's not it's not the same as Coutinho. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you know, I, no, I I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't start in the weekend, but you know, I I, I hope he does well at Villa. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you like to introduce this next yeah. special segment? I, I I'd love to, you know, because my my team. I'll be honest. It's been it's been a cup, couple, maybe four, pretty dreadful game weeks. I I was at about two hundred thousand. Uh, in the end of uh, December, and now I'm all the way up at uh, four hundred thousand. Oh man! Yeah, it, it's 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 all gone wrong, really. Yeah. So I think that this could be the first step in getting everything to go right. Okay. So I think what we're gonna do is discuss uh, my team as it stands right now and how it can be made much much better. All right. So do you want to read off your team and also screen share so I can see it? Yeah. Sure. Yes. All right. So in goal, De Gea. 
and uh, Gunnarsson on the bench for, I believe, 3.9 million. Then uh, defense is Rudiger, Sufal, Cancelo, Trent, and the injured of Livermento. Midfields, uh, Connor Gallagher, Jota, Bernardo, Smith Rowe, and Son. And the forwards, Dennis, Josh King, and Ronaldo. Okay. Okay. So, so let's 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 talk about it. Um, who do you think are problems? Problems. Hmm. I think Rudiger is becoming a problem. Yeah. Sufal, he's not a problem, but he's not a solution. He's there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gallagher definitely not. Jota no. Bernardo yeah. Bernardo's, Bernardo's a problem. Yes. Um, Bernardo's a problem, for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not ready to say Dennis and, Dennis and Josh King are problems. I'm happy with those two. For now. For now. Against, against Norwich. At, well, yeah, yeah. Norwich, West Ham, Brighton, Villa. United, I don't know. They, no, West, Ham, West Ham, Brighton, and Villa are solid, difficult teams to play against. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised if... Watford got the job done against some of them, or at least. I, did you just okay, say? Okay, okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that was incorrect. But I don't think many of those teams are keeping clean sheets. Okay, okay. Um. Okay, and then on the bench, Livermento. He's he's not the biggest problem, but he's he's an issue. Yeah. And then Smith Rowe is an issue, and Son. I mean, Son's an issue by virtue of injury. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so those are your problems. Now, let's let's weight your problems according to importance. Okay, I think biggest problem is Ronaldo. Okay. Second biggest problem is Son, just because so much capital just on the bench right now. Yeah, doing nothing. Third biggest problem, uh, probably Bernardo. It's between Rudiger and Bernardo, I think. Yeah, and then Rudiger. I think Smith rose in that category too. He what? Smith Rowe's in that category. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the yeah, I, I think everything beyond that is a more of an annoyance. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. So we've highlighted your problems. Now, who are your targets? Uh I think Laporte is a easy fix for Rudiger. Yeah. Um De Bruyne probably might try to get him in. As you know, and use Ronaldo as a cash cow. Uh or Ronaldo or potentially Son. Oh, yeah. How, how much? How much money in the bank? Uh, half a million. To go over oh, okay. Chances. So you, so you would need to. So, I mean, I think if I do something like this, take a minus eight, get Rudiger, Bernardo, Son, Ronaldo out. Let Let's see what we could do with that. Sure. So I let's start with set point one. When did that happen? Okay, that's beside <laughs> the point though. Um. So Laporte in for sure. Let's get um. Bruyne. Where is he? De Bruyne in. Yeah. I like that. 19 million left. That's quite how, a bit of money. How about Rafinha and Watkins? Rafinha and Watkins. Let's just see. Yes. Let's, uh, where's Watkins? There's Watkins. Watkins. Oh, that's nice. It Everton, a- Leeds, Newcastle, Watford, Brighton, Southampton in the next six. It is very All right. Nice. I could I could use some of that. And then I'd have 11.3 million left, so actually quite a bit. Oh. So I, we, we could shoot higher than Rafinha. Um, 
I don't I don't think it's quite enough for Bruno. But how much where, is where Bruno? Bruno be? Let's see. He's, he's like 11 8, 11 7. He is. Oh, where is Bruno? He's near the front. He has like 92 points. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, just search him up. Yeah. There we go. 11.7. Okay. So, so this would mean I am minus or 0.4 million in debt. Um, yeah. Not ideal. No. Mm. But okay. Out of your targets, who do you want the most? Um, I mean, Laporte seems like such a simple answer to a problem. Yeah. But I think he's pretty much a given. Okay. Watkins. Watkins looks so nice, honestly. Yeah. Um, I might have to keep him. De Bruyne. I think the next three fixtures are perfect for him. Yes. Bruno. I mean, Bruno looks nice, but I think maybe wait on Bruno a bit. I don't think it's it's that important or enticing. I agree. I agree. Matter. All right. So once again, well, you have so much to work with. Yes. I I would consider. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with keeping some. Like we shouldn't spend all of it just to spend all of it. Yeah. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, could just not take a second hit and keep on. Well, then you have to you have to value the hit. You know, like yeah, is is. Uh, I mean, ideally, if you're taking a hit for someone who's injured, the the player you're getting in is gonna get more than four points. So. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, the other thing to consider is I would have enough players to play. So what would your? It, it would, would be, be Laporte, yeah. Trent, Cancelo, Sofal, Gallagher, Jota, De Bruyne, Dennis, King, Watkins, bench of okay. Livermento, Smith, Rosson. Yeah. So a thin bench for sure, but. Is beefing up the bench worth taking a hit? No, I don't think so. I don't think so, All especially because right. because um, COVID is is kind of plateauing out in in England. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, I could go if if I do want to take that second. I could just solve the Smith Rowe problem now and get Saka. I, I wouldn't. Go. I really wouldn't. wouldn't. I wouldn't. Why not? I have 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 two blanks. Um. Let's see. Burnley Wolves blank, Brentford blank. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe this could wait till 28, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But then again, they do have fixtures to be rearranged. They have four fixtures to be rearranged. That's true, but they're not very good fixtures to be rearranged. Wolves, yeah, that's true. Liverpool, Spurs, and Chelsea. That's not easy. Yeah. All right, maybe you're right. So. I, I, And then, I mean, obviously... Like, are you patient enough to give it a few weeks to to fix your team and get on the right track? Or do you just want to get it on the right track in one go and just have to like it's that? I mean, that's more of a a proactive, proactive method, isn't it? I mean, which method do you think I'm going for at the moment? I, I think it would be wiser to be a bit more reserved really really i mean but also okay but but if you really want to be proactive have you thought about the wild card i think ooh, I, I don't know if my team is so rotten and especially given that i have two frees mm, i true. think ha- having the second free makes it so much more fixable yeah yeah, yeah. like I, I i could do these three transfers have 11 players i'm happy with 
Um, I, so then I'd have another one next week to fix either Son or Smith Rowe. I wouldn't need Salah for a couple more game weeks because I have De Bruyne. So, I don't know. I think this looks pretty good, honestly. Yeah. So, to recap, you'd be getting Rudiger out. Um, who else? Bernardo out. Ronaldo out for Laporte, De Bruyne, and Watkins for yes. a minus four. That looks pretty good, honestly. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that uh, that was a bit of a new segment for us, but, you know, I think that's, you know, a, a very good way that you can go about thinking about your transfers and sussing out the, the best course of action. Sure, sure. Should we move on to captaincy? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, you know, I, I am of the opinion that having Salah at AFCON makes it infinitely more fun. Yeah, well, it's, it's not fun when you cast an Ronaldo. And you get four points. No. Because if Saha was there, that would not be happening. <laughs> no, yes. But it, it does add another another level of uh, intrigue, shall we say, to the game. Intrigue and also opportunity to jump rank. Sure. sure. Yeah. So I think there are four standout options this week. There is Foden, Cancelo, Jota, and Trent. Um, so Foden has... 0.39 xg and 0.29 x um, expected assists which totals up to about uh 7 0. 0. 0.7 0.7 um expected goal involvements per 90 minutes which you know are are very impressive numbers and like we said earlier Foden kind of is on the receiving end of you know people like De Bruyne his 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 magic so i i really don't think there's anything I, I, I think Foden's the best option, honestly, for this week. You think even if you have... like, You think he's better than De Bruyne, for example? See, De Bruyne... De Bruyne, okay. De Bruyne is more of an assist man. Um, like, he, he has outperformed his XG. Um, well, maybe he's just a, a good shooter. I don't know. It's... Yeah. Yeah, but, like... I'd rather have higher odds of goals than higher odds of assists. Okay, fair enough. Captain. But De Bruyne is also a bonus point magnet. So he, any yeah. goal involvement, he's probably getting three bonus points. That, you have to take that into consideration. That is also true. That is also true. Um, yeah, no, but De Bruyne is, is a perfectly, perfectly good option. Um, that's that's a tough one. If, if you own both, what'd you do? You, you'd go De Bruyne? Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, so maybe I'm just going to go with Foden, but that that's a tough one. Um, elsewhere, you can look at Cancelo. I don't, I don't think much needs to be said about the his viability as a captaincy candidate. Yeah. I mean, he, he gets involved so much in season attack and also just the clean sheets are almost automatic at this point. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I remember what I was going to say. Um, City's clean sheet odds um, for the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. For the next nine games, um, all of them hover at about 50% clean sheet odds wow. besides besides Spurs and, and United. Hmm. And even those are 35 to 40%. So, you know, I, it's it's pretty much, if you captain Cancel, it's like a 12-point floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
I think someone else with a 12-point floor is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, I, you know, we we had been talking talking up captaining Trent as as an option, as an alternative style for for you know the whole season now, and last week I finally did it, and it paid off, and I'm I'm willing to bet on it again. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's probably the most reliable option. I trust. I just so yeah, I no, I, I get so that. Much. I get that. Yeah. And who's he playing? Crystal Palace. I mean, yeah, not not a great team. So. Yeah, the clean sheet's probably guaranteed. And uh, no, I mean you have Gallagher, you have Eze, you have all. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Hard. Yeah, but yeah, it can he, be. He's tricky. just so multi-dimensional. Exactly. I think he's a he's a great pick. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then obviously you have you have Jota. Um, Jota and Trent did combine for for two goals, two Trent assists to Jota. Jota goals today against Arsenal in the EFL Cup. <laughs> Maybe a a bearer of. Good, good things to come. Um, Jota, his underlying numbers are always so good, and yet he's a BPS terrorist. You want to elaborate on that? Huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he just he's allergic to bonus points because he misses so many chances and he doesn't create chances. Yeah. Um, that's that's it, really. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, in economic terms, yeah, there is a uh, shortage <laughs> of uh, Jota created chance created in relation to chances uh, consumed, if you will. Sure, he just gobbles them up. Yeah, really. Um, and it, it does work out most of the time. I think he has ten goals this, this season, but you know, it, it could be a lot more. I I will never captain Jota just because I also don't trust him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's mercurial. Is that fair? Yes, very, very fair. Very, very fair. And um, that, that's not what you look for in a captain. I mean, he's had... Okay, hear this. He has... Um, he scored 10 goals and gone two assists this season, and he's accumulated a total of two bonus points. Oh, my goodness. That's pathetic. That, that's, you don't that's, want that that's a captain. That's insane. No, like there's, I mean, there's part of that no is he's playing with Salah and Trent everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. like there, there's gotta be more to it than that. So no, nah, he he's he's a yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um uh, would you be absolutely insane to Captain Ronaldo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't I don't think any more needs to be said about that. Yep. He might not even play, honestly. Yeah. I mean um, if Ragnar is smart, he won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then let's just highlight two differentials out there. Um, Rafinha and, and Watkins both potentially have doubles. I really hope the Prem announces them before the deadline. Um, they're, they're a nice, they're a nice doubles as well. The double would be playing each other. Um, and, and both defenses are rather porous. So, you know, I, I don't think you're, you're actually gonna, no, no one's really gonna come go through with that just because their yeah, underlying I mean, numbers aren't that good. Yeah. And also, I mean, there, there are like legitimately good options this week. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's like having them in your team is one thing, but actually having them is yeah. just all. But also, but also, it's a double. Like they have two opportunities. You it know? could be a double. Oh yeah. If, if it ends right. up being a double, it would be a much more attractive pick. Oh yes, the but temptation would be there. That that's definitely not a guarantee. I think it's trending towards not being a double right now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I don't really know. But you know, I I think can't go wrong with Trent. Can't yeah. go wrong with Floden or De Bruyne. 
So that brings us to the end of yet another episode of the FPL Fortress. Uh, this was hugely beneficial to me. I think it's fair to say. I mean, I yeah. think giving my my team some direction for these upcoming game weeks when it was really floundering was invaluable. Oh, for sure, for sure. And uh, we certainly hope it was helpful for you, your listeners out there as well. You know, just really talking through, you know, what are the problems in your team, ranking your problems, who do you need to get rid of, and then looking at your targets, prioritizing your targets, and then making those logical connections and bringing in those big targets for the big problems. Um, all right. So um, thank you all for listening and wishing everyone a healthy green arrow.